What it do, beautiful people, my melanated kings and queens. Welcome to It's Just the Conversations. I am your host, Just a Verse. Let's converse. <laughs> yeah, I love it when you talk, baby. You feel smooth like butter. Coco. This is just a conversation. Don't be bothered to my mood and my This week's conversation, love versus logic. We've all either been the person or know the person that has made some drastic decisions in the name of love. In my experience, my logic has always been in the back of my mind, but for some reason I'd let love overrule every time. I've had time to figure out why this is the case for me, but today I'm going to have a conversation with my bro to get his perspective on love versus First class, different plane of existence Everything you think is not so innovative Underrated, but we gon' make it Just like the world, that's why they hate us No need to bore, but we the greatest Why do you think they imitate us? We rising up, can't intimidate us Our guest today is a songwriter, artist, entrepreneur, business owner, and so much more My bro, Dominique Brown What's going on? How you doing? Thank you so much for joining the conversation today. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. We just had um just had Valentine's Day yesterday. And um it was so cool because I'm dating somebody, but I was chilling at the crib by myself and went out with my mom and my homegirl yesterday because, you know, this conversation we having, love versus logic. <laughs> Right. Right. Yesterday I was tired and it was not logical for me to be trying to go anywhere for real, for real and do anything for real, for real. Because I'm hoping that my dude loved me, you know, 365 and not just on 214. You feel me? Big fact. <laughs> I told him our day can be 420. We can do a whole little hotel. You know what I'm saying? Do what we do. <laughs> That's our Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said to me, it was funny. He was like, um... He texted me. He was like, happy Valentine's Day, if you even care. I said, you know me so well. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I wanted to talk today about is um, love versus logic. A lot of times right now, people, I find when I'm listening to people, and even when I've listened, um, I mean, think about my past, I find that I did a lot of illogical things in the name of love. And now I look back and I'm like, girl, young and dumb but I know a little right. bit better now for me um, I know that you are you are you know <laughs> some people are old and dumb you are a person with a huge heart you are a lover you also will get to the point where you like man but these hoes <laughs> and I get it Fair you know enough. what I'm saying <laughs> but um, is it important do you think um, to consciously decide whether or not you're going to lead your relationship um, with love versus logic. Like, do you think about that before when you see Shorty with the fat ass? Do you think about that? <laughs> like when you about to make your your decisions? Well, okay. So I do it like this. First of all, when I when I meet somebody, it's not necessarily that I don't 
go for it. Like, I might want to get on there. Like, I might even just want to smash on site, but I got to see where her head at. So for me, it's always going to be logic first. Because logically, I can't be with somebody who my temper won't allow me to be with. Mm. So I got to start thinking immediately. Like, okay, I'm looking for red flags off top. If you can pass the three red flag tests in the first day, I'll leave you alone for for a second. And you know what I'm saying? Just enjoy that conversation. But the three, the three red flag, the three red flag. I need you to break that down for me. I need you to break that down for me. Number one, if there are any red flags in in the looks, you look for it. Like it was this one chick, like she just had this super huge chin. And every time I was talking to her, I was seeing her chin. So it was like, "Mm, red flag. Okay. The second red flag is admire how she's dressed. If she's a modern day house mom, you really don't want to be out there with that if you're an artist. So, like, you got to look and see, but that's improvable. Now, that chin may not. That body and, you know what I'm saying, stuff may be improvable. Now, the third red flag is in her conversation. I don't want nobody too dumb, but I don't want nobody who thinks she's too smart either. So, I just want somebody who's just going to be down to earth and good to go. If you meet them three red flags, now we on to phase two of courting. So, we're going to be talking before we even talk dating. I feel you. I feel you. I'm all for men having standards and I don't have to agree, disagree, whatever the case may be, but we're going to keep it a hundred. And we all know that nine times out of 10, it's that look first. You know what I'm saying? And if that chin is a little not, you know, if you ain't comfortable with that chin, I understand because you don't want to wake up to that every day. She had a Bill Clinton, man. It was one of them young. Bruh. But like everything else on her face was very, very, very beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. And it probably wasn't her chin was that long. I might have been just high. But at the same time, when I met this chick, you know what I'm saying? I met her at a club. So, like, I'm looking at her chin immediately, and I'm drunk. And you know how I look when I'm drunk. So, right. you know, I leaned in. <laughs> so, first of all, it was a red flag. Cause now I'm embarrassed because I, I leaned in and looked at your chin too much. Ah, uh, so you just gave bad vibes early. <laughs> yeah. Is that so, your you know, chin? Like, all of it? <laughs> right. Or am I just drunk? You know, <laughs> I want some situations. <laughs> nah, I so I'm you. looking at her like, man, maybe, maybe. But then after I, I get through that, then I start trying to think about more love in it. Like, does she seem like she's a caring person? Like, mm-hmm. do, do you see it in her? Does she have that nurturing spirit? Because at the end of the day, every man who's a real man wants a family, wants to be able to raise some children that look like him to have his last name and carry on his legacy with a woman who he can appreciate. You know mm. what I'm saying? Don't nobody want no bitter-ass baby mama. No facts. Absolute so, facts. If you're not a nurturer, I need to know that off top. Don't waste a lot of time doing shit because, okay, ooh, Google, I got all that honeymoon shit. I don't believe in that. I feel you. If you can't be you around me for off top, then we don't need to even be around each other. So you like to just have that comfortable energy. Got ahead of us. Off top. Got to. And I, yeah. Like, you know how goofy I am. So if you can't accept my goofy, if you look at me weird because I'm just having a moment, I'm like, ooh, 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 something like that in your face. Like, we're going to have a problem. Like, oh, shit, she don't like me. Yeah. Everything isn't for everybody. So you said you don't want her to be too dumb, but you don't want her to be to think that she's too smart. And I think there's I think that's powerful how you say that to think that she's too smart, because there's a difference between someone who's intelligent and down to earth and someone who has that thought of I'm the smartest person in the room because they tend to want to have to prove it all the time. I have a doctorate. So I like, come on, man, like we're talking about shit. Which shit tastes the best? Right. 
I'm just trying to think what you like. Like, and they, I don't like that because it, it, it starts to become a bit of condescendingness. You, you're going to come at me in a way that just because I didn't may not have gone in, as far in college as you did, don't mean that I don't have the intelligence that you have. Right. See, life experiences are a motherfucker. I've had to get out there and grit with not being able to get a job due to a record having to make money. Mm-hmm. I've had to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I guarantee you I can learn these business terms and work with some people that might have helped me get where I need to be. And it's all about that energy. Man. Because if you got a dope vibe, that supersedes a lot of shit. My, one, of my, one of my girlfriends that I dated, bro, like her vibe was so dope. I overlooked every flaw she had. So that's when it starts to get into the love overriding. Right. The logic. See, and that's why I, I try to think logically every time, but this one time it didn't work. And like, she captivated me off top by conversation. Mm-hmm. Her conversation, was, it wasn't like hood ghetto and it wasn't bougie. It was just, we was vibing jokes coming back and forth so she caught me as a friend mm-hmm. and it started getting deeper when she you know what i'm saying started letting me know that she was feeling uh, feeling the kids you know what i'm saying then we started dating and after we started dating for a while it was really dope i'm not a person that likes to date so like going on dates with this person it was it was just like really dope so i'm like oh this is different right fuck this wall break it down boom 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 so i tore down my wall and it became love over logic so Normal shit that I would normally not tolerate or normal shit that I would normally do with her, it was like no holes barred. I'm paying bills. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, mm. I'm doing all kind of shit. I, I'm around, at, you know how I am about dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had dogs in the house. <laughs> and I was in the bed sleeping with her and the dogs. This is not normal shit for me, you know what I'm no, saying? No, it's not. Like, because I loved her, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, she got rocky because I didn't think logically. I didn't think, okay, do we fit? We didn't ask those questions. We didn't put each other in the right situation to where at the end it became, okay, logically we have to cut this off. I didn't want to do it. I was still in the love part, but she she thought logically and said, okay, we can't do this and we're done. Right. Do you think that it was, it, are you better off now? Can you look back at it and see I, that I it makes sense? I look back at it now. It made a lot of sense. It should have made sense from jump. But in the middle of love, a lot of times it doesn't because love is a strong emotion and it'll blind you. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody who knows me. I love hard, hard. Right. And anybody who knows me know I I love hard as well. And I, I have had a past of overlooking all types of flaws. Like the dude I was with before who I'm with right now that man he played me so hard. Oh my goodness. He played me so hard. And in the moment you know, I would logically know that this was not a good look. But because we had invested so much time, so much emotion, blah, 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 I kept wanting the love portion of it to be what conquers. Now I'm in a situation where I've never been happier or felt freer in my life. And I think part of the reason is, like, for me, I told my my dad hates hearing me say this, but it's facts. I'm not going to marry anyone for love. I'm going to love him. I, I, a, but I'm marrying for logic. 
Okay, I I want that stability in my life. I I and I'm not talking about money because I do my own. I got my own. I'm always get my own bag. That's just what it is, right? But I'm talking mm-hmm. about that stable love, that stable companionship. Um, you know, just all the benefits of all of that because I have loved before, right? And they're mm-hmm. gone. I thought I was getting married before because of love and they're gone right so clearly love i mean it plays a part but it ain't what's needed for for at least for me um it needs to logically make sense like me and old boy we don't argue like that we'll have a disagreement we'll say some slick stuff nothing ever crosses the line you know what i'm saying but we'll say some little slick stuff take little jabs or whatever and then a day or two, it's like, okay, we understand what's happening. We understand this ain't going to happen like this again. Cool. Straight. We bought our business. We don't argue. We don't do all that yelling. We don't do all that chaos. And that is logically sound for me because of my issues with depression and anxiety and things like that. So because of that, logically speaking, he's good for my nerves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying the other one we were like the only thing we didn't do is physically fight you know but we Mm -hmm. done called each other all types of everything and just been straight disrespectful to the point of you know me going and talking to a therapist being on medication doing all that type of stuff because that wasn't logically what I needed to do you know what I'm saying so that love thing it's a beautiful thing don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful thing. But I think that uh, too many decisions in relationships are based off of love rather than logic. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with social media as well, especially when you have things like hashtag um, relationship goals where you're watching uh-huh. these um supposedly perfect people do these perfect things on these perfect days. Um, how do you feel about like that, the whole social media. I haven't posted do at all. We've commented here and there on each other's stuff, but you know what? I'm going to talk to you in person. I don't need to post you anywhere. You know, not not right, right now. And I think that my relationship is a lot better. I posted the, the hell out of the last one. He posted the hell out of me, and then he posted the hell out of her too, and it was weird. So, you know, but how do you feel about the influence that social media has on, you know, hashtag relationship goals and stuff? Honestly, I feel like unless I am married or on my, once we're engaged, that's when I'm going to post you. Because I, I, I've tried it a lot of different ways. I've been completely secretive about my relationships, especially after what happened in Atlanta. You remember, like, you've mm-hmm. seen, you know, mm-hmm. how I was broken in. And after that, I'm like, okay, no, it's, I don't want nobody to know who I'm with. I don't want to, um, like, make it a relationship. And it went like that for years. And then it got to the point to where, I started back trying to get with females and then I would post them on my social media. First time I did it with a chick, a nigga hit me up in my inbox like, hey, bro, that's your bitch. And like, you know, anytime a nigga hits you in your inbox, first mindset gonna say, um, what do I say? And I'm like, yeah, it used to be. He was like, yeah, because she be on my dick. And I'm like, nigga, don't ever hit me and I went out. At that point, I just had to go off. But at the, at the same time, I had to hit her up like, what the fuck do you mean? She's like, right. oh, he ain't trying to get at me. And she sent me the messages. So I said, oh, okay, cool. 
But at the end of the day, it brings drama that you don't need. Because I came at her like that. Uh, it got real wicked, and she did some foul shit. Like, she was kissing all on me on the picture. But anyway, move past that one. You know what I'm saying? The next one I posted, you know, it wasn't necessarily the social media that did it. It was the fact that this person started to change who she was to mm. be, I guess, what she thought I needed as an artist for social media. And I don't like that. Like, be you. Fuck these cameras. Fuck these people. Fuck anything. Right. It's me and you. And I, I always try to show anybody who I'm with that. But, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it don't work. You know? And then this last time, like, we waited for a second. We did because we talked about it. And I told her, like, this is what's going to happen. And she was like, I'm ready. She posted me. Mm-hmm. It was over from there. So, you know what I'm saying? It was up. I'm posting pictures with her and my mom. And it, niggas were talking about goals. You know what I'm saying? But it really was a real experience for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was reciprocated on the other side. Um, because I think that was an experience for that person just for the the likes on the pictures, 200, 300 likes we getting. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. just more so that for that person. I don't think that she did it intentionally. I don't think that she tried to negatively hurt me. Right. I do think she cared for me, but I know she wasn't in love with me. Gotcha. She was still stuck in, the, in a previous experience, which I found out later, but I had asked her time and time again, you know? Um, but I, it, that was on me too. You know what I'm saying? Because I overlooked certain things that I shouldn't have overlooked. Because of that love. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I should have been like, okay, wait, Damo. Tell her straight up. Because, you know, I, don't, I would not have had a problem with having an open relationship. She messing with who she want to mess with. I mess with who I want to mess with. And we still could have moved forward with our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you try to force me to be exclusive with you, like, she didn't want to go nowhere that I, you know, like, I do music, so I'm going to be here, I'm going to be there, I'm going to do this, I'm going right. to do that. I'm inviting her to go, which is something that logically I shouldn't do as an artist. Normally, I wouldn't do as an right. artist. But at the same time, I'm like, Nick, I love this girl. We were planning on getting married in September, all this, and then it just stops a week before my birthday. Something was just kind of foul for it because her mama was planning my birthday trip. Mm. But then... In the conversation, it was said that her and her mom discussed this. So then, you know, I went in this downward spiral that I couldn't even think about logic because logic left me at that point. Right. Love left me at that point. I felt lonely. Mm. So it, 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 if you don't think logically, love can't come and it can't stay because you can't fall in love without the logic. Right. Right. Because, and I'm with you on not marrying nobody for love because here's my thing. If I say I'm going to marry you, of course I love you. But Facts. it has to be logically the best decision that I can make. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because honestly, uh, my bro said something on my live earlier, and he was very funny. Uh, he said that, oh, yeah. Um, he said, I'm not going to let somebody I'm talking to let, make me miss my wife. And that's so real. Yeah. And that's, that's you, so real. You know, I would like for people to normalize Dating. Mm, scratch that. I need for women to normalize dating. We tend to meet somebody and immediately become exclusive, whether they're exclusive with you or not. Mm, but we tend to meet somebody and become exclusive. Now, this time around, I didn't do that. I had to, you know, I, I eventually cut 
them off you know what I'm saying and I wasn't sleeping with everybody because that's not my vibe but in terms of the communication and so on and so forth like you know I did cut but I normalized dating when I met him we weren't intending on dating you know what I'm saying so it wasn't something that I was looking for him to be like oh you ain't messing with nobody else we ain't even had that conversation I, I don't you do what you do are you married are you in a relationship? No, no. Okay, cool. Now we can do what we do. But a lot of times we will we will find ourselves interested in someone and they show that interest back. We have a couple phone calls. Next thing you know, we're ignoring every other dude that's trying to talk to us. We're stuck on this guy. Next thing you know, we find out he's messing with this person over here and we're upset. But no one ever had this conversation that things were going to be exclusive. So... Who are you mad at? Now you're in a... That's why That's why these days you got to ask, like, are you in a relationship? No. Is anyone in a relationship with you? Big, big fact right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a must to say that because I need to know if I, if I even want to... Well, I need to figure out if I want to deal with that or not. You Is know? this a competition? Cause or I, what am I going through? See, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not competing with anyone. I was young and I was dumb and I did it once. I'm not doing it anymore, ever again. It's What's for me is I, for me. If you want me, you're going to be with me. Exactly. I'm not going to have to convince you of anything. I'm not going to have to talk to you about it. You're not going to have to convince me of anything. You're not going to have to sit there and try to act like she ain't nothing to you or she doesn't do this, Daniel. All of that is for the birds. If you want to be with me, you want to be with me. But we got to get to that point. We don't, you know, it, it took a little bit before I cut other guys off and we still hadn't had the conversation but I had just decided in my mind okay I'm gonna cut this off because I'm moving in that direction we eventually had conversations to figure out what's what's what and to me I'm single for real for real I'm single until um my taxes change because now I have to put married I don't care if it's married fine separately or jointly, but you know, if my tax status hasn't changed, you know, if I still got to put single when I'm filling out government forms, when I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what I am. I am exclusively dating somebody and that's what's up. But I think that we, we really, we really trap ourselves when we start dating people who haven't decided they wanted to date us. And that could go both ways. I know that it primarily happens with us, but it can go both ways. And that's why the social media is so crucial, because once you put that symbolic in a relationship with, it seems like, for me, now I have further obligations. Mm -hmm. Now I have to further obligate myself just to make sure that I'm doing everything right or Mm -hmm. I'm not being too flirtatious, because I'm flirtatious as hell. Right. Right. And I don't be intended it like sexually, but I'll say some shit and make a girl panties while and not even know it. And be laughing and walk off. And then she was like, boy, you know what you did? I made a post earlier about my dick falling in the water when I'm on the stool. Because <laughs> I see it, I'm like, oh, that's familiar with me. And then I had somebody tell me, oh, your dick that long? Oh, my Lord. I wasn't even trying to do that. Oh, my so, goodness. Know, I had those moments. Like, because I'm just such a jokester. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm nasty. I, I got a nasty ass mind. 
so I can be talking about nasty shit. But at the same time, if I cuss for someone, I'm, I'm with someone, I'm with them. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how much pussy get through at me. Give a fuck what you trying to talk about. I'm with somebody. Right. I might even joke with my girl about it. Facts. But at the same time, like, I'm not no phone checker. I don't believe that I should have to cover your track. Yeah. Like, try to find out. If, if I have to check your phone, I don't need to be with you. If I have to check your phone, if I got to check your inbox, if I got to check anything, I don't need to be with you. And if you and have if to you hide something from shit, me, you know, I don't trust you. I'm going to let you go. Right. I'm going to let you go because I'm, I'm not going to stop you from looking. And as soon as you finish looking, I'm going to get my keys and whatever else I got and I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Because if you feel you can't trust me, you don't need to be with me. Exactly. Exactly, but a lot of times because of that love. But I'm gonna tell you when I'm a hoe, right? And there are liars out there, and so on and so forth. And it's not to take, it's not to say that people don't cheat and people don't do this. They do, they do. But you know when that's happening, and you know how you you know because you went and checked for it. You went and mm-hmm. checked for it. So your your spirit was already telling you something was up. If you feel like you have to confirm that, then you already know you're not comfortable. Something about this is not right with you. Even if he's not doing anything or she's not doing anything, some reason your spirit is not taken to the situation. Walk away. It's saying, okay, this we, we've lived our course here. Period. And I didn't follow those signs a couple of times. But Neither did I. I am. But you grow from it. You know, and that's the beauty in life. You grow from it. Because, you know, and, and a lot of times, like you were saying with, with those relationship goals, it's all about perception. You don't know the dirt that's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Some people are all about a public appearance. Like we saw with the situation with my grandma, like I was telling you, like you're so worried about an appearance. You're not handling, you're not healing the situation at hand. Right. So like, no, I won't do that anymore. First of all, it ain't nobody's business how happy I am with this person I'm with. Right. You ain't got to see me happy. You can hear it when I talk because I'm going to talk that shit, but I'm going to be like, I love my girl. Right. I'm not going to devote every off day I have to my girlfriend anymore. I used to go sit at, at, at my chick's job, <laughs> walk her to and from work because my car was broke down, but I was taking Ubers and Lyfts to get to her cost me 50 bucks but i was there twice a week as much as i could be and still be at work oh i like missing my dude what you mean (laughs) i like missing him (laughs) and before covid he was on the road and he would be on the road or whatever and those were like it was cool times because when he came back it was like oh i missed you you know what i'm saying like yeah that's what's up (laughs) maybe because i'm an only child i don't know but i i i love my space I love my space. And anybody who knows us, they know exactly who I'm talking about. They know who I rock with. Um, But I just don't feel like social media has to know everything that's going on. Like, for what? Who am I trying to prove something to? Because the minute something happens, they want to blame, oh, see, you shouldn't be posting it on social media. But a second you seem happy, everybody, oh, I'm so happy to see you like that. It shouldn't have been posted on social media. Really, social media don't have the power that people give it. It's just that when something happens that's called real life, then it just seems so much worse because you have invested so much into this person in front of the world. Yes. It's like you're on a reality show. Now you're embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've been there. And I refuse to be embarrassed again. Uh-uh. I've been there. Yeah, that was a lesson, boy. Like, oh, wait, hold on. Time out. Okay. And then you get to see, like, the people who you thought rocked with you just liking posts and stuff. Like, oh, oh, so y'all oh, cool God, with this. My family. <laughs> my family started doing it. And I'm like, wait, what? It's like, oh. Okay, you know what? Like, I had a whole ass nervous breakdown. I was on live cracking jokes and then just start crying. Like, oh, shit, my bipolar coming out. Oh, man. Like, I mean, I had a whole break, and it was just because I felt like, wait, wait a motherfucking minute. Why is all this bad happening to me right now? And I've been doing the right thing. I ain't did no dirt, but it seemed like dirt is, people trying to put dirt on me. That's what I kept feeling like. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, no, it wasn't because I had did dirt. It was, try, can you endure? Mm-hmm. And, I, and that, was, that wasn't something I was supposed to endure. Because mm-hmm. it didn't last. Right. I, li- listen, I I had put church on the back burner. Mm. I the music wouldn't even come to church. Wow! Like, I, I was doing all kind of extra shit that was not normally me. So I had to get a hold of who the hell I really am. I had a lot of solid people like like you in my like in my life that was telling me just keep your head up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know me, so y'all know I was broken. Yeah. Last 2020 was a year that really made made me who I am right now because now I'm so determined to finish my music because I was lazy before that. Mm-hmm. And I had just wrote a bunch of good music and I'm like, okay, I'll release it when I need to. Then I got in my in, 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 into my relationship so deep and I was going to record and stuff. It just wasn't coming out right now. Been broke up, been dropping hits. Well, you know, that's how that go. Some of my best poetry you know, came from that. <laughs> and, and I really, I, I feel like this is from my father who is most high telling me, just wait. Get your career going. Keep your money going. That's why I continuously make sure I am maintaining at least two or three open businesses at all times. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I got to keep going. If I lose a job, I still already got another job. Because, see, I'll still work a job while I have businesses. People right. don't understand that. Facts. They're like, why do you do that? Well, this job over here has these benefits that I need. Okay. And I don't have to take that out in my taxes. Okay. So I'm going to stick over here with this job and these good benefits. And just bare minimum this job and then continuously make money over here. Because then now I don't have to worry. Right. And then you're and mentally prepared. Crazy. Right. And you're mentally prepared. See, my thing is, um, my year was 2019 that I really, really, really had that get myself together and fall in love with who I am moment. And... Mm-hmm. Coming out of that, it's like I I began to realize like that 50-50 joint don't it doesn't work. You you both need to be at a hundred percent. Because if mm-hmm. I'm at fifty percent and you running lower than fifty percent, I'm already halfway depleted and I gotta give you some. You know what I'm saying? I need to be at my right. very best. So if you at an 80 and I'm at 100, I can give you 10 and we can rock at a 90. You know what I'm saying? Like, w- I had to be complete and whole within myself because once I became complete and whole within myself, I began to understand the difference between love and logic. I I was searching 
for someone to love me the way that I felt that I needed to be loved, that I put logic aside. Well, you know what? I'm a lovable ass person if I do say so myself. Okay. So finding someone to love me or, you know, whatever, it should have never been a, a consideration for me. Like it's going to happen. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's the the logic that comes with it. What are you willing to sacrifice? For a couple of years, I sat there and I I tried to support. Um, and you know how I am. If you do music, man, I'm about to support you. I'm about to do everything I can. But I did it to my detriment. And I won't blame him for this because he was very supportive of my writing. I just wasn't pushing myself to do what I needed to do. I was more focused on, you know, whatever you need you know when I came out of that and I started to fall in love with myself then falling in love with myself made me want the best for myself so I started doing I started writing better I started having more ideas I started all of these things so when I met dude and you know as we're vibing over time and he's at 100% I'm at 100% I don't need him to pay my bills he don't need to ask me to use my car like we good like there's no one needs anything for anything so when you know that neither party needs the other person it allows you to be free to just give willingly whatever it is that you choose to because they're going to be grateful for whatever it is because they don't need anything it's just all blessings after that it's the thought. Oh, you was thinking about me. Oh, let me tell you how that That's man won know. my heart. That man used to, he would leave in the morning or whatever. And I'd come out like later on that evening, come out of my room and I'm walking towards the, the kitchen and there's like three, four nugs sitting on my counter. I'm like, now you know I wanted to smoke today, friend. <laughs> Like that, and it was something. It was something so simple, you know what I'm saying. But the fact that he thought enough to leave those nugs there for me, he didn't even saying that he just left it, and you know what I'm saying, went by his business. And I just come out and see it. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I could go get my own weed. That's not a problem. But now I get to stay in the bed a little bit longer because I don't need to go pick anything up. Like it becomes the little things because I'm not searching for somebody to fill me. I'm not, you don't complete me. You add to me. You add to the completed version of me. Man, you build to the beauty. There you go. Because at this point, like, I am a fucking work of art. That's I right. I have my complications and my flaws in my art piece, but my art piece is absolutely phenomenal. And it, it, it's untouchable in a museum. So that's why I be Ooh, telling yes, females that I deal with. I listen, like, and I don't try to be cocky because I'm not a cocky person no more. I used to be cocky as fuck. I don't have to be anymore. <laughs> because <clears throat> what I've learned is that my ability to be me, it pours out to people. Whether yes. I'm in a relationship or friendship, whether you just meeting me, you will feel my love of who I am. Mm-hmm. So if it pours out to other people, that made me have to say, well, wait, wait. You do love you, but quit loving other people more than you love yourself. Yes. There you go. There you go. 
invest more into Dominique and less into other people. Mm-hmm. Because once I invest more into myself, I become better and better. Exactly. Instead of me bettering somebody else that may not be there two days, 10 days, or 10 years from now. Exactly. And even if they are, it, you know, one of the biggest controversial things that people get on me about is when I say, even when it comes to your children, you need to put yourself first. Now, I don't mean if you're hungry and there's only enough for one, you eat. No, 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 no. You give the baby the, the, the food. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying but is, if I, if, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if I'm not at 100%, it's not fair to my child that I'm giving him residue, leftover. I'm giving him pieces. I'm not able mm-hmm. to give him something that's full and complete. When I'm at my best self, I can love my son to the best of my ability. Not at 30%, not at 70%, but at 100%. I can give him that. You know what I'm saying? So I got to make sure that my emotional is okay. I speak to a therapist. I need to make sure my mental is okay. So when he calls me and he's feeling some type of way, it's not weighing on me at all because I've already taken care of my mental. Now I am at full capacity to help him the way that he needs to be helped. You know, beyond the, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. No, 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 no. My mind is open now. I'm good. I got my weights off of me. You know, let's evaluate this. There you go. I have it in me to do that, you know, and we and that, short that, that, our children sometimes not doing all it all the time mm-hmm. because like I, I'm the cool dad, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't try to breathe down his throat, but right. at times I have to get on him. But I, I always tell him, remember that I have problems too. Just like your mom has problems, just like your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, everybody's going to have their own individual situation. Right. It can't always be about you. I had to tell that to myself before I could tell that to my kids. There you go. Because it can't always be about you. Yes, you going through some things. Yes, you want the attention. Yes, you crave the attention. But at the end of the day, be mindful of when someone else needs the yes. attention. When you need to be there and just say, are you all right? I love you. And the older he gets, the more I'm seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a kid. He's going to have his problems. He's going to have his ups. He's going to have his downs. But I'm going to be there for him through them all. Right. You, he might make me mad. But at the same time, me getting mad or losing my child, I'd rather be mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to pull myself away and not say some hurtful shit. Get yourself together. That's how you feel it. Right. Get yourself together so that you can be at your 100% to be able to deal with whatever it is in a logical way. My son and I had many conversations. You know how Makai get down. Makai always been intelligent. You know what I'm saying? He's always been a logical person. And I see him now with the way that he deals with life as an adult living on his own. You know, and I know that it's because... I did it to the best of my ability when he was younger, but I know he's gotten a lot more from me these last few years when I've been at my complete self. I know I know mm-hmm. for a fact that he's caught some gems, you know what I'm saying? Because he's thrown some right back at me, you know, and and he's able to be the best version of himself because he doesn't have to worry about me. Makai used to worry about right. me all the time. He doesn't worry about me like that. Yeah, Makai, that's why I love my little nephew, because at the end of the day, you, through one of the worst times of my life, you remember he was my inspiration. He told me to sing. Mm-hmm. He told me, yeah, you can sing. He said that to mm-hmm. me. And I had to listen to a nine-year-old tell me that I could sing because I was down on myself. And he said, don't let anybody tell you different. 
at nine years old. Yeah. So like I, that's people don't understand. Like I really have a bond with my nephew because of stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? We talked, and he talked to me like a grown ass man when, <laughs> when he was a kid. Like he would come give me hugs like that. Most okay. Yeah. And sometimes you need that. And see, our father comes in in the midst of a lot of things. And he, he touched, Makata touched me. Mm-hmm. Because when I left Atlanta, you know, I didn't leave. I, I wasn't really, yeah. you know, ready yet. I wasn't ready. I was like, okay. But I got to come back. I never made it back because that wasn't my destiny. Right. But you were my there for your reason. Mm-hmm. You were there for that that time because you needed some things to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And we both, had to move away. yeah, we both grew. And I'm over here on the West. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hear me? You hear me? Because listen, I mean, I had to learn how to go to the studio. I had to learn how to sing in the studio. I had to learn how to become an artist. I had to learn how to write music, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I was writing, but I wasn't writing, writing. I'm way better than I've ever been in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm writing movies. I'm writing scripts. Mm-hmm. I would not have been doing that had I not had that experience there. Had I stayed in my element and never advanced, I would be similar to some people who never thought to do anything else and comfortable with being here and staying in my city. Yeah. It took Atlanta to show me there's always more. That's true. That's true. There's always more. Like, we saw it. You know what I'm saying? We could have attained it, but it wasn't our time. It wasn't. And we needed those experiences. Regardless of how long it took for for it to take effect in our minds and how we move, we look back at those experiences, you know, um, writing these songs and like we were saying, going to uh, going to Guitar Center. Listen, I got five hundred dollars. I need a whole studio. I don't know what you're going to do. But we well, got it. Right after I, it. Look, that was right after I recorded Jungle of Love at uh, What's That Face House. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was. And they were trying to be hateful with the studio because it was hot. Yep. Yep. It was And we hot. were like, and man, we so need to be bad. able to do this at the crib, man. I don't know, man. We got to figure this out. Contracts and stuff. Talk about, they start trying to name drop. I didn't have time for that. Like, no. Like, nope. This is my music. Yep. Yep. And it was, yeah, that was a whole took me a whole month to get the track man there was a bunch of confusion with that whole situation then i was gonna cut a hoe you know what i'm saying so it's a whole lot of stuff that took place I sure got nipped. You <laughs> did. You did get nipped, and uh-huh. I, I apologize. I apologize. That's all right, because we was both in that moment. Because <laughs> if, if, if anything would have went down, I was going to get the husband. So it was like, come on, calm down, B. Hold on, wait. <laughs> wait. He ain't moving yet. You can't get it yet. <laughs> oh, but my honestly, God. It, we went, I feel like I went through that so I could grow my bond with our family that we created. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Shabon and Camille, like we created a family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like to this day, like when COVID split up, we gonna all link up at, at one point. Yeah, and have such a blast. You know what I'm saying? It won't be no hatred, all love, and because of the bond we built. Yeah, yeah. Like looking at um and Shabon kids, like you know, I can still comment on their and they, Mm-hmm. Oreo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can, we can say that, and then they talk about my bald head, all kinds of stuff because <laughs> we're family. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, it's it all love there from many, they're in New York. I'm in Oklahoma. You're in Arizona. Where's commissioners in Atlanta? Atlanta, I believe so. You see, and we're, we're spaced out, but the love is still there. If mm-hmm. any of us needed any of the other, we could call each other yeah. and be right there for each other. So that that's where logically made love for us because, you know, because there were more we than there were more than just places. us and a lot of people fell off because logically they were not they were not vibing with how we were getting down and they may be cool like we could say hello or whatever the case may be but the bonds are still there with those that passed the logic test and passed the love test you, you know, know? They passed it all. They passed Even it all. The good and the bad. We might have. We might have had arguments. We might have had bad times. But it's still love. It's like bad times as a family. We wasn't fighting. We wasn't trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Like it was never nothing that serious. We would shut up talking to each other for a couple of days and be right back. Right together. back. Mm-hmm. Like family. Like family. You know. Because that 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 that's what true love is. True love is, and I'm not even talking about relationship love. But even in that love, true love is when it doesn't matter what happens. I'm here for you. It just makes sense. You know? That's why people back in the day were staying together for 70, 80 years. People were like, oh, no, they had a bunch of kids. No, it wasn't, really wasn't that. They loved each other. They loved yes, each other. Yes, happened. Yes. And I tell, I tell young people all the time, you're only going to have two choices. Either you're going to love them or you're going to leave them. There you go. Like, it, it, you got to think logically at that point. It, you got those two choices. You, you won't teeter-totter because either... If I love you, I'm going to love you past this, which means I have to forgive you and move on. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to leave you, I'm going to leave you regardless. So it's best I do it next. It's just a thing of not loving to your detriment. And that's what I think love versus logic is. You can love. I'm, I, I love, you know, but I'm no longer loving to my detriment because when I love to my detriment, now I've excluded logic from the equation. Now mm-hmm. I'm just going strictly off of love because none of this makes sense. I should not be crying all the time. I should not be, nope. um, you know, thinking twice about everything that you say. I should not be suspecting you of lying. I should not be suspecting you um, of talking about me behind my back, you know, or mm-hmm. not having my best interests at heart. I should not be thinking that way and if i'm thinking that way and i'm pushing through now i'm letting logic fall by the wayside but if i'm able to feel confident in our relationship there are going to be some flaws there are going to be some times when you bump heads that's life but is it to your detriment if the answer is no, you're in a good spot. If the answer is yes, then we got some some things to do. So with all of I that, right, with all of that, you speak to young people. I know you do. But if you were to go back to a younger Dom, you know what I'm saying? You go back to a, a, a younger Dominique and talk to him about love versus logic in relationships and in just um, in, in romantic relationships and just other relationships on a whole. What would you say to him? I would tell myself to humble myself. Um, humble yourself and realize that not everybody has your best interest at heart. Not everybody deserves to get the full you. So find out those that do and give it to them and, and, and exclude those that don't deserve it because you deserve the best. Mm-hmm. And that would, I would tell myself, because I wouldn't tell myself no key things to where I wouldn't go through certain things in life. I still would want myself to go right. through the ups, the downs, the bad, the good, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. But 
I would always tell myself to guard myself because my, my sense of humor may not be welcome to everybody. Right. And that can make me look a certain way at people. And it created a genre of perception mm-hmm. to where I had to totally bring it all the way down to where, okay, let me address these things. And now I'm going to live a different type of way. Right. I won't be a certain way in, in front of everybody because not everybody is the same. Mm-hmm. Like your people, you can, if I can't be me around me, I made a post the other day. If I can't be me around you, I don't need you around me. There you go. We can be cordial and pass and I can say, Hey, goodbye, crack a couple of jokes and leave. But, won't be no oh yeah let's link up let, let, let's match up blunt I don't need to match up blunt with nobody who ain't got my best interest at heart I feel you so, especially and, not and my people weed. take a lot of things lightly you know what I'm saying they take a lot like even just smoking with somebody man that is creating a bond friendship mm-hmm. uh, 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 enemyship something is going to be created from that and if you know your like I, I have a very weird sense of humor I, I'm sorry, one of my employees was calling me, but I have a very weird sense of humor. And maybe my sense of humor may not be your sense of humor and you might take it some kind of way. And if you take it some kind of way, then now we have to address a situation that probably wouldn't have had to be addressed at any other time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, I'm addressing this, I'm addressing that. And I'm not focusing on who I am as a person still. Now I got to rebuild from there too. So you, I would have told myself, don't worry about nobody else. Focus on you. Either they're going to love you or they're going to leave you. There you go. And be humble enough to understand that not everybody's going to love you. And not everybody has to love you. Sometimes we kind of get a, you know, a little besides ourselves. And I'm wonderful. Like, you know, I, like I said earlier, I am easy to love. But you know what? There's some people who don't rock with me. And that's just what it is. What can I do? You know, being humble enough to understand and accept that you're not everyone's cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Is is a big part to that. And I love that you said you wouldn't give yourself too much because you still need to go through some things. That's a good thing. You know, that's what makes us. That's what shapes us. And and if you don't like it, I think some people live life like, OK, it doesn't matter. Right. It's cool. Nothing. No biggie. But on the inside, everybody feels something. You feel something. Mm-hmm. So be humble enough to appreciate those that are giving you the gems that you need yes. or giving you the love that you need. Because if you don't appreciate them, they, those people will leave you. And then you're stuck lonely because you were so into yourself that you was like, hey, y'all deserve, y'all, y'all need me. Or, or you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to make people feel like, oh, you got to earn me. No, you got to give you freely in order for someone else to want to love you. Yes, I agree. So I definitely appreciate you coming and having this conversation with me. Um, like I said before we started, you, you're you a real one. Um, I made a post that said, who does the person that everyone go to, goes to, go to? And I got a lot of funny comments and everything. But honestly speaking, you were the only one that said, hey, sis, I'm here if you need anything. And I appreciate you because um, that's that that's that family bond that I, 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 I'm trying to tell people about, man. You know, when your people need you, 
you know. Um, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you for being who you are, for being 100% real. I'm going to put explicit all over this episode so that no one is shocked. You feel me? I'm just, I think maybe the title will be explicit. <laughs> but I told you to be 100% you. <laughs> I told you to be 100% you because that's what I want. I want real conversations when whenever my people come on here because... Um, you know, trying to put everything, be somebody I'm not. It's just who I just can't rock with that. So I can't ask that of anybody else. So I appreciate you. Um, if anybody I wants appreciate to. appreciate you for, for accepting me for me and not making me be somebody else just to be around. Always, bro. Always. We got too many memories. We got way too many memories. Yo. So if anybody wants to find you, follow you, check you out, where can they reach you? Everywhere. I am Dominique Jamel. That is Dominique with the Q-U-E-J-A-M-E-L-L-E. I am on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Clubhouse, Ooh. wherever you want to look for me, just look up that name. You better give it to them. See, they ain't ready. They don't know. They listen. Google me. <laughs> Google me. You feel me? I love the Literally. Google me vibes. Yes, sir. So anywhere you want to find him, you can find Dominique. Look for Dominique Jamel anywhere and you'll be able to. And pretty soon, mm -hmm. I'll be available on your Roku TV. So be prepared for that. You He's will have not an old channel. playing games. You hear me? No games are being played right now. And I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of everything that you're doing. I remember being in Morrow, Georgia, in the apartment. You know what I'm saying? 29B, talking late nights. You know what I'm saying? About what it is that we wanted to do, what it was that we were wanted to accomplish. And I'm so proud to see you doing and accomplishing not only what you talked about, but so much more. We're doing it. We are, we are doing it. And... We didn't allow life to stop us. That's why I'm proud of us together because a lot of people don't know how deep it goes. You know how far back we go. Right. And the struggle, struggle that we went through, especially in this industry. You know what I'm saying? We we dealt with some, some pretty harsh things. Yeah. And <laughs> it was only for the betterment of us. And when people all talk to me and they think I don't really know what I'm talking about, but like, dude, I, I went down that path. I right. just don't ever want to do it again. Right. I might not talk about it because it wasn't the best moments of my life. You know what I'm saying? I, it, people name drop, I could too, but what's the point? Right. We're still in the situations we're right. in. Right, we still here both trying to get on. just happen to <laughs> become better on an independent scale. But right. me going out there, signing a deal um, that I could never pay that, you know? Right. I feel you. I feel you. So keep looking. There you go. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know. Don't play these games with these people. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I need all my money. <laughs> okay, all of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you again. I appreciate you so much. Everyone, please go follow, find, listen to all of that type of stuff to my bro, Dominique Jamel. Thanks again. Thank you. I love you, man. I love you back. Remember, you can find It's Just a Conversations and so much more at MelanatedVersus.com. Also, follow me on social media platforms at MelanatedVersus.
Conversation.